just start running, go, go until you, you can. And if your aerobic heart rate, your max aerobic heart rate is while you're walking, then start walking and build that up first. Start somewhere, but always be looking on how you can do that next thing, how you can get 1% better because the name of the game with strength training, with running, with any sort of, any sort of fitness is there has to be some sort of stimulus placed on the body that's more than you did last time. That's how your body's going to improve. So when your body does something that it's not accustomed to, it's going to make the necessary physiological changes so that next time it's ready for that. Before we hop into today's topic, we want to thank you for tuning into the podcast and supporting our brand. Over the last three years, this brand has strived to help people reach their fitness goals, feel their best in their workout apparel, and support their fitness goals through our supplements. So if you would like to support our brand, head over to fitgrindformula.com and check out our new protein powder, grab a new Fit Grind apparel outfit, and We just want to say thank you guys for all your support for the last three years. Let's hop into today's episode. Today, we are opening up season two, and we are going to outline specifically in detail what we are going to be talking about in season two. That's right. Yeah, we have a whole new topic that we'll be covering and just really getting specific into our half marathon training that we're going to get into. So starting this week, uh, we'll actually be starting our first week of 12 weeks of our half marathon prep. We'll be documenting this process on YouTube, but each week we're going to dive into a specific topic about training for a half marathon. We're going to talk about the running. We're going to talk about strength training because you still do need to strength train when you're training for a running specific race. We'll talk about the nutrition. We'll talk about, um, some tips that we can give you about fueling throughout your runs, really just going to dive really deep each week in the podcast format to just cover all the different topics about running because there's a lot of details that we can get really deep into. But like I said, we'll also be posting a couple of videos each week on both of our YouTube channels, going over a video format and going through workouts and things related to this half marathon prep. So if you currently are a runner or you're new to running, Hopefully this series will help you and inspire you to get into running or clean up your current running um, programs. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be a half marathon too. This is something that we're training to achieve. We ran a a half marathon last October. This will be our second half marathon. We're going to be building into a full marathon this year, but say, you know, maybe you want to do a 5k or a 10k. Um, This is just our way of documenting what we're doing and just educating you on what it is what we're doing, why we're doing it. And if you want to sign up for a race, I, I highly encourage you to. But like I said, it doesn't have to be a full half marathon. It can be a 5K, it can be a 10K. It can literally be a 5K walk. Like it doesn't have to be a specific race that we're doing. But we do want to encourage you to kind of think outside the box and, and kind of just push the limits of, of what you could do next, what you can achieve, where that next bar is that you can really set. Yeah. So before we dive into that, let's talk about what today is. Yeah, big day. Yeah, so today is our third year anniversary at Fit Grind. So we have had 
our gym open for the last three years and we've um, incorporated clothing and now supplements. So we've come a long ways in the last three years, all thanks to all of your guys' support. So thank you. And I hope that you continue to follow along in our journey. It's been a really quick three years. Like a lot has happened in three years. And we kind of talk about this before we get into the topic a little bit. Um, it's, it's been a really amazing journey. We've learned a lot. We've grown a lot, not just the business itself, but just, I know personally, I've grown leaps and bounds as a person in a lot of different categories. Um, I've learned so much and it's, it's really taught me so much. And, you know, Fitgrind started out as, as a gym, as a physical, physical location, but it's grown into more than that. It's grown into a community and it really is a community of like-minded individuals that are looking to get more out of their fitness and looking to really take their fitness to the next level. You know, we, we started the gym. About a year later, we started the apparel line. Our most recent addition is our supplement line that we're working to build out and really just help people reach their fitness goals. And, and you know, it's just been an amazing journey, and I'm very grateful to get to do this with you too as well. I mean, I, we were just talking about how Thank God that we have each other to go through this experience with because it can get heavy at times and it can be hard and entrepreneurship can be lonely sometimes and it can be most times, most times. Yeah. <laughs> most times it can be low, especially when you're starting a business, you know, I think that it seems, it seems very like glamorous and you know, there's, there's just a lot of things that go into it that, that really mold you into a very strong willed, strong-minded person, but there are lots of trials and tribulations and, and things that you go through. But the last three years, you know, we've, we've conquered everything that we've set out to do, um, together. And we were just talking about, you know, I'm super excited for the next three years, because if you would have told me three years ago that we would be where we're at today, I would, I would have hoped that we would have been there, but you know, I, I, I'm just very excited for the next three years. Yeah, me too. Like I said, we definitely couldn't have done it without all the support from our clients, but also our family, our friends. Yeah. Um, we have built lots of relationships throughout this journey too, yes. and learned a lot through reaching out to other people, but also just figuring stuff out on our own. Yes. Mainly that's, it's kind of how it goes. <laughs> and it, we missed out on a lot of, a lot of things too, which you know, is part of that lonely feeling, I think, yeah. you know, when, when we'd like to go on a vacation and we have to say no. And so I hope that, you know, further on along the, the road, we'll be able to get there. We just want to say thank you to everyone out there that has supported this brand. We truly do appreciate it. Um, the support over the last three years has been amazing. And our promise moving forward is that when we set out and open this gym, it was our mission to to help people reach their fitness goals and really share our love of health and fitness. And the next three years are going to be the same thing. That is our promise to, to keep helping people reach their fitness goals, whether it's in person here at the gym, whether it's through the content that we're posting in this podcast, through the content that we're posting on YouTube, on social media. Like I love helping people. I know you love helping people. And that is really our mission is to just make an impact. And that's really what we're looking to do. And that's what we're looking to do with this series is to make an impact on your next race to help you yeah. be ready for your next race, whatever it may be, or maybe your next challenge. It doesn't even have to be running. Like just 
looking for that next obstacle that you can that you can run over and achieve the next the next level of success. So let's hop into our, our first topic. So to start off the topic, when planning to achieve a goal, you are also learning throughout the process, as well as like when we open the gym, we were continuing to learn throughout the process. So we are educating you guys throughout our journey of this half marathon, but also what we learned in our last half marathon. And one thing that I've learned about running is it doesn't happen overnight. You don't get faster. You don't get stronger. Same with weight training. You don't get faster or you don't get stronger overnight. So it, it's going to be a process and you have to be patient with that process because if you're not, you're just going to get frustrated and you're going to give up yeah. just like weight training, same thing in running. So like I said, Jordan and I are just sharing this journey with you guys because of some of the things that we have learned, but we are never going to stop learning because it's a continuous, constant grind to figure out, you know, what the perfect formula is. And I don't even know if there is a perfect formula because everyone is so different, Yeah. but we're determined to figure that out. So with that being said, we can hop into our first topic. Yeah. You know, in our free time, we'll, we'll research in our free time. We'll, um, watch videos on certain topics about any aspect related to nutrition and fitness. You know, it really is our love and our passion. And through that, through, through our content that we're posting, we really do want to help inspire and educate and just help you feel your best because I love health and fitness. You love health, health and fitness. I love living this lifestyle and I want more people to feel what that feels like. You know, that's, that's my main goal. That is exactly why I do what I do. It's why I post content. That's why I'm a trainer. That's why I open a gym is because I know the benefits and the feeling of what it it feels like to live a healthy lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And if you're not, you're missing out. Like I, I really do truly feel that way. And this is something that you can practice over a lifetime and there's lots of mistakes that we've made along the way. And that's what we're, we just want to cover is, you know, learning from our mistakes so that you can bypass those mistakes because I've made a ton along the way. <laughs> I know Same. that for sure. So Same. Um, we definitely want to share those shortcomings too as well, because I think that is very powerful too. So yeah. hopping into today's topic, we are going to talk about something that sounds very counterintuitive that doesn't seem like it would be this way, but we're going to talk about why you need to run slower to run faster. You heard me right. You need to run <laughs> slower to run faster. So yep. we'll dive into this topic and we'll talk about building an aerobic base. We'll talk about um, how you can implement this into your program, what heart rates to be between, and just go through all the topics and just really cover the, the topic of building endurance and building an aerobic base in depth. Yeah. So by doing this, I would start by getting some sort of monitor to monitor your heart, um, your heart rate. So either a watch, which isn't going to be as accurate. Um, they also have like the chest straps that you can put on your chest, which is going to be the most accurate. Um, and then you're going to take 180, subtract that by your age, and that's going to give you your aerobic heart rate. Your max aerobic heart rate. Yeah, your max aerobic heart rate. So when you figure out what that looks like, 
then you want to stay underneath that max aerobic heart rate. And by doing this, you're building your endurance overall. I know it sounds crazy backwards and it was a struggle for us. And sometimes it still is for me um, because we're athletes, we're competitive. We want to run harder, faster, but when you slow down the pace and focus on the breathing, it really changes everything. Yeah. It sounds so silly that you need to run slower to run faster, but like Alyssa was talking about your max aerobic heart rate, why that's so beneficial is because we have two different, different energy systems. We have our anaerobic energy system, which is our higher intensity energy system. And you have your aerobic energy system. And the only way that you're going to improve your aerobic energy system is by spending time in your aerobic energy system. And that's what that number you talked about is, is anything. So for example, 180 minus your age. So I'm 27 years old. I take 180 minus 27. And that gives me 153 for me. I, if I'm doing an aerobic run, I don't want my heart rate to get over 153. Now, if it gets over for a little bit like for a second, I'm going up a hill or just gets a little bit too high. That's okay. We'll talk about that later in the video, about what you should do, but 80 to 90% of the time when you're running, it should be below this number. And you're going to have to slow your pace way down in yeah. the beginning. And that sounds counterintuitive. And it's like, it's scary. It's just like when we tell clients that they need to eat more food to lose weight. And they're like, what in the hell are you talking about? But trust me, if you can run slower, you're going to build this very efficient aerobic energy system. And that's going to help you improve your endurance. Yeah. So you're going to be able to run longer yes. and stay at that heart rate. Yep. Or at lower heart rates. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually yeah. over time. Because if we're constantly in that threshold, then we're constantly trying to exert more energy and trying to catch your breath and you're not gonna be able to stay in that for long periods of time especially if you're training for half marathon a marathon we're talking a couple hours here to be running at a decent pace challenging pace yeah yeah so that's why it's so important to maximize that aerobic yeah endurance is the name of the game and and just to kind of lay things out for you so you can so i can give you an example of this so when you start off and you just have your resting heart rate, you're below your zone one. We basically have five different zones that we'll categorize. Um, anything in that zone two, three, at the top of three, that is where your max aerobic heart rate is going to sit. Mm-hmm. And if you're kind of in this limbo area where it's like you're in between your max aerobic heart rate, but you're not quite at your anaerobic threshold, and you're just kind of in this limbo effect of like, you're not quite too high for heart rate to be to be beneficial at actually improving your VO2 max and improving your your anaerobic threshold, but you're also not in your your aerobic energy system. You're just you're just running, and that's great. You know, sometimes you do just I get it. I love to run hard. Sometimes you just need to go out and go for a run and not think about your heart rate. But if you're looking to maximize your performance and improve and actually build solid endurance you need to, to run at specific paces. And that's what we're really going to structure throughout our 12 week half marathon prep is very structured runs. Last time we did our half marathon, it was our first half marathon and we put a good, good game plan together, but we learned a lot of things that we did wrong that we were going to change. And I'm sure we'll learn things this, this time too, that we're going to need to change in the future, but yeah, time to, to really, to really refine that program. But 
running slower is just going to help you overall as a runner. Um, it's going to help reduce the risk of injury. So we can talk about that too, as well to where during our first half marathon prep, we did start to run into some overuse injuries. Um, and really maybe overuse, but I think also we weren't doing enough aerobic energy runs. We weren't doing, we were running too hard, basically too often. Um, and then putting strength training onto that. Yep. And then you're, you're just putting more stress on your body, but you you don't want to stop strength training. So just finding that balance. And so I think this time around, if I feel like we're maybe more knowledgeable in that aspect of like balancing out just enough strength training, but also remembering that running is going to be the priority. So, um, just keeping that in mind too, is, is going to be important. And you, you always train for specificity. So, you know, if your goal is to build muscle, then you're going to prioritize strength training. If your goal is to complete a half marathon or marathon or 5k, 10k in a certain time, your priority is running. If your goal is to optimize both, then they're equal balance in your program, but you always should train for your specific goal and really figure out what is it that you're trying to achieve. So talking about running too hard and experiencing pain, you kind of had some IT band pain syndrome, especially towards the end of the run, um, end of the last half marathon prep. Kind of talk about that experience and and what you might attribute that to and and, your experience with with that. Yeah, so I don't know that it even started in the IT band necessarily. I think it actually stemmed from low back and then got into the hip and then went down into the knee and just that constant pounding um, on the pavement of running, just, I, I mean, my knee would just give out after like six miles. And then eventually I just kept pushing because that's like what I know, no, yeah. <laughs> is just to put the gas pedal down and, and go full throttle. Um, so that it just continued to get worse. And so I think that what I've learned from that is this time around, we have always been good about getting a warm up in, but I think knowing if you're going to be running like 12 miles, if you're going to be running seven miles, it's not just a two minute warm up and yeah. a couple stretches. It's like there needs to be an even more thorough warm up. Maybe it's even like a mile yeah. slow jog just to get some, some blood flow because I notice that when I do that, I'm less likely to cramp up to like the muscles just, they need time to warm up. And so by implementing in a better dynamic warm up, a better cardio warm up, and then also really, you know, prioritizing those leg days. So I think when we first did our training program for the last half marathon, the programming it was good but we put so much running on like right away like we went from like not running as much to like okay we're just gonna throw all this running at us and then we slowly inched up in a good amount each week started a little too high yeah but we started off hot so when implementing both strength training and running i don't think that i was prioritizing the strength training enough because i would exert so much energy in the runs and then by the time it was time for strength training my body just didn't have the juice to give enough effort in that and so i think it just 
it caused more injury and um, it sh- really showed some imbalances too, some yeah. muscle imbalances. Yeah. Um, I think too, so there's a couple things that can lead to injury and what we're talking about that, that can kind of correlate to this running too hard too often. I think when we first started running, we were in that gray area that I was talking about where it wasn't like above threshold, like sprint repeat runs, but it also wasn't below your aerobic base. It was like this gray area that is, is hard to recover from, you know, like that, that constant higher intensity runs is great, you know, but you do need a lot more of that aerobic base work because it's easier to recover from. It's not as hard on the joints. Um, there's not as much pounding. There's not as much breakdown of muscle tissue when you're, you're running at those lower paces. So that's one area that I think we, we definitely messed up the first go around. Yeah. Um, because that does make a huge difference and you will get injured if you run too hard too quickly, you know? So you have to think long-term, you know, if you want to PR your next race, you need to make sure that on race day, you're ready to go. And if you spend 12 weeks getting ready for it, but the last six weeks of your training, you run into injuries all over the place. You're not going to be able to run your best race on race day. So you have to think long-term. It's not always about like, what is, what feels the best that day or like what seems like the most badass program. It's how much can you recover from and, and what can you, what can you get in? That's going to be enough to create progress, but not so much to create so much breakdown to where you're getting injured all the time. Yeah. Um, another thing that I think, like you mentioned, we started off with too much volume too quickly. So good rule of thumb that we follow now is not adding more than 10% volume per week. So say you're doing, 10 miles right now, you would never want to go to 15 miles or 20 miles the next week. You want to add 10%. So if you do 10 miles right now, the next week you would add one more mile because 10% of 10 is one. So you have 11 miles the next week. And -hmm. if you can follow that principle, I think that's a good principle of overload to build out over the course of weeks and also is enough for your body to acclimate so that you don't get injured by doing too many miles too quickly. I think, like you said, that's also an area where we started off. We were new to running. You know, we have more of a base now where we've been running at least 10 to 15 miles a week. Um, the last six months since our, our, well, I guess it hasn't been six months, but since our half marathon prep, we haven't stopped running. Yeah. We haven't stopped running. Exactly. So it's, it's easier to get back into shape if you never got out of shape. So if you're running, make sure that you, you keep running. Even if it's lower volume, that's okay. Just always run. That's, that's an easy way to become a better runner. It's just do more of it over time, but yeah. not so much that you're getting injured because you're adding too much at once. Yeah, what's well, really cool, actually, we were just talking about this, um, I think it was last night, that the, the form for both of us, like our running form, from when we first got back, well, I used to run. So when I got back into running and how it looks now is like night and day difference. Yep. And it just looks more natural. Whereas I feel like before it was like, she looks uncomfortable. We're, he we looks were fighting uncomfortable. our bodies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> yep. it's uncomfortable. So, so like Jordan was saying, when you first get into running where we made that mistake was overloading our bodies and putting too much miles in right away. So let's say you're going from 
the couch, meaning you're not running any miles right now, that doesn't mean you should jump onto whatever plan that we're going to be doing. Yes. Because again, injury, um, you're going to get frustrated. I mean, I know there was some times where like with my knee, I was so frustrated and I would just keep pushing and pushing. And that's the worst thing to do actually is to push through that pain because you'd rather have one day off to recover from and miss that one workout or two workouts than be out for month or a couple weeks. So, um, just being cautious and listening to your body. And then I'm sure this goes into the next topic, but properly fueling your body. So something that we figured out too, is that holy crap, you need a lot of food when you're running, like during your run, like, yeah, these are all topics we'll talk about in the future, really cover in depth, like, yeah, you know, exact fueling strategies that we're doing and everything that you need to know about running. One thing that you said, um, that made me think of, we might be a little stubborn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think towards the end of, towards the end of our last half marathon prep, Alyssa was experiencing a lot of pain. Um, yeah. and you know, she would be running for a couple miles and then all of a sudden it would just come on knee would give out and like that's really frustrating when you get to that spot. But I think one thing that you said is so true. You would rather take the rest. I mean, like looking, looking back now, it's like, why didn't I take a couple of days off? Mm-hmm. Um, but learn from that mistake. You would rather take a couple of days off or bring the mileage down and do what you can so that you can recover than set yourself up for failure down the road or have to take a long time off from running or have to get a surgery or, you know, like that's, that's something to really learn from. That's a mistake that, um, that we both made towards the end of half marathon prep. I started to get into a little bit of like it band, um, pain. Again, I was just running too hard too often, um, to where I was, I was not doing a lot of aerobic base runs. A lot of my runs were like, were harder paces, you know, growing up as, as an athlete, I've always done sprints and I've always ran and I like sprint intervals. I haven't always done distance stuff. So for me, I like that hard run. I like that. Like when I'm done, I'm just like freaking beat. And every run became that for me when I started running. Do not do that. I can't say that enough. (laughs) Do not do that. You thought he was going to die on the floor. It's great. I love running hard. Yeah. I love running hard. Puking. Puking at lifetime. Oh, that was that was just because I was bulking and we were doing bike sprints. <laughs> I know what you like to push yourself yeah. to that maximum yeah. thre- threshold. You do have to, to work hard, but it's you know really structured and specific. And there is validity in running at those higher paces one, maybe two times a week in your program. And we'll talk about that in a future video. But most of your runs should be done lower and slower paces. You're just going to, your body will thank you. Your joints will thank you. You're going to be able to provide overload over time. And what I mean is you're going to be able to start ramping up your mileage and it's going to help you improve your running form. Like we talked Mm -hmm. about, which is huge. It's going to help you become more efficient of a runner. So like we talked about running at those lower paces, it's going to help you over time. You're going to notice that say my max aerobic heart rate is 153 and I'm running at a pace, just for example, say it's a nine minute pace, nine minute mile pace. And over time, I'm going to start to realize, oh, my heart rate's coming down. It's 150. 
you know, maybe a month later, it's like 145. That's the perfect time you can slowly start to increase the pace, keep it below your max aerobic heart rate still. And what's happening with your cardiovascular system is just, you're just creating more efficient of a a cardiovascular system. Um, you're, you're creating more, um, capillary density. You're, you're creating more efficiency at getting blood to your working muscles and being able to keep your heart rate lower. Another thing to help prevent injury, help improve your runs is going to be like making sure that you're getting in good stretching and mobility too, because that also helps with form and any imbalances that you're having. So I think that also was something that maybe we were not prioritizing because there's almost only so much time in a day and you do have to be realistic with that. You know, there's, there's some people that maybe don't have time to run in the morning and then lift in the evening. You don't want to be so consumed in what you're training for that it takes you away from everything else in life. Yeah. So being cautious and, and realizing what's realistic for you in this phase of your life. But if you are trying to achieve half marathon marathon, you also have to be realistic and say, okay, am I getting enough miles in each week to go run this half marathon? Like, am I even capable of getting this many miles in? So, yeah. Yeah. You have to look at what it is that, what is your goal? How many hours a week do you have to allocate towards your fitness? And everybody's going to be different. Everybody has different amounts of responsibility that they are responsible for. Everybody has different life stress, work stress, um, family stress, whatever it is, and just make the program work for you. So Mm -hmm. if you can't run four days a week and strength train four days a week, that's fine. If you can only fit two or three runs in a week and two, three, maybe strength training workouts a week, that's perfectly fine. You're going to see progress just by going out and doing it, just by going out and running, making sure that you're strength training and just trying to get better, just a little bit better every time being consistent. Yep. If you have three runs to do every week, get those three runs in. If you have three strength training workouts to do each week, get your three strength training workouts in. Stop worrying about what everyone else is doing. And I don't want this to be like why we're doing this podcast and this YouTube series is to document what we're doing. You don't have to do the exact same program that we're doing, like, like we, like you said, but this is just our way of showing you what it is that we're doing, why we're doing it. And you can interpret that and incorporate it into your life. Mm -hmm. Um, whatever that looks like, maybe it's more, maybe it's less, maybe it's the exact same program that we're doing, but don't go outside your boundaries of what you're capable of or what you have time for in your life. Yeah, for sure. Cause when you do that, you're just going to put more stress on your body. And when putting more stress on your body, you're just going down an even bigger rabbit hole and yeah. we're just back to a whole nother set of problems. Yep. <laughs> One thing that we can kind of talk about next that I think is always interesting. And a question that I get asked a lot is, what if you can't run? How do you get started? Where do you start if you want to get into running, but you literally can't run? Um, what are some strategies that you can do? So let's kind of dive into that topic next. I think that's a fun one. Yeah. Um, I guess it would depend on what the circumstance is, like why. Just out of shape. Can't run because you're okay. out of shape. Yeah. So not injury, not yeah. health related, just haven't been into running. Well, the first step would be to start running. Yes. It's a great <laughs> step first one. step. <laughs> and I don't care if that's like, oh, I can only run for two minutes. Like we have been saying in this whole entire podcast, it is a slow buildup. Just like lifting, 
I don't care if you can only lift for 15, 20 minutes and you're exerted by then. That is okay, but in the next week, try to go up to 20 minutes. Same thing with running. So just start running. Go go until you, you can. And if your aerobic heart rate, your max aerobic heart rate is while you're walking, then start walking and build that up first. Because if you're not, if you went from being just a straight up couch potato doing completely nothing, it, it might have to be just getting into walking and building up that aerobic heart rate too, before getting into actually running. Yeah. Because if you just start running and your heart rate goes way up right away, then you're really not doing a whole lot of good either. Yeah. Um, no, starting is the first thing that you can do. Um, and kind of building on on what we've been talking about, start slower than you think you need to. Mm -hmm. That's a really good way to build versus if you start out really hot and you're like, I feel great for five minutes. And then all of a sudden you get smacked and you hit a wall. That's a really bad experience. And you're more likely to not go do that again. Yeah. It might take you doing that to, to have you realize, okay, I need to run slower maybe Jordan, Alyssa were onto something, <laughs> but, uh, just start slow. Like there's nothing wrong with just a light trot. Um, there's nothing wrong with doing intervals to start. So maybe it starts off, you're going to run for a minute and you're going to walk for a minute. Yep. You just go to a track and, or you're going to run the straights and you're going to walk the corners, start somewhere, but always be looking on how you can do that next thing, how you can get 1% better because the name of the game with strength training, with running, with any sort of, any sort of fitness is there has to be some sort of stimulus placed on the body that's more than you did last time. That's how your body's going to improve. So when your body does something that it's not accustomed to, it's going to make the necessary physiological changes so that next time it's ready for that. And that's when you throw just a little bit more at your body and it acclimates a little bit more and it acclimates and you string that out over the course of three months, six months, nine months, 12 months, two years, five years. Like that's where that, that like we've talked about before that compounding fitness really happens and that's where you can really start to achieve some amazing things but it all starts by putting your running shoes on and running and and just starting wherever you're at don't be embarrassed at where you're at um don't compare yourself to others just just focus on what it is that you are doing we talked about comparison is the thief of joy and if you can avoid that you're gonna get more fulfillment from your runs and just really learn to love that experience because I think throughout our running experience, we've kind of just done this together and not really compared it to anybody else. And I've, I've loved it. I've enjoyed it mm-hmm. and we've seen good progress. Yeah. And that's something that just enjoy your experience with running because everybody's going to be different. Everybody's going to be different at different distances or different paces or have slightly different running technique, but just go out and, and it's kind of like a blank canvas and, and just go out and have fun with it and just try to get a little bit better each time. Yeah, a blank canvas that you get to create that's personalized by just you. Yeah. But, you know, like you were saying, just getting out and running is is step one. But also, if you do the same thing every single day and you don't put that, you know, overload on your body, all you're doing is getting comfortable. And then we just plateau. And and that's why it's so important to go one step further each day each week at least, or even each day, just taking that one step further, whether it's increasing weight or it's 
adding an extra minute to your run or, you know, saying, okay, today I'm actually going to force myself to get in some stretching, just making those habits to push yourself. And, and if you can't push yourself on your own, then hire a coach, get somebody that can hold you accountable because we all need that accountability. Yeah. I'm lucky that I have you to hold me accountable and vice versa. Yep. But if you don't have somebody to help hold you accountable, you can benefit from, from having somebody look over your programs too. Yeah. And just have some source of community. I think that's, that's what we're really striving to, to do here yeah. with this series, with this podcast, with our YouTube channel and the topics that we're going to be covering is yes, documenting the process, um, showing our work, but also just creating a community. Like I, I want to have an open dialogue between, you know, on the YouTube channel, on Instagram, um, in this podcast, I would love to answer any questions that people have. I want that dialogue back and forth because yeah. what we found in the last three years of owning our gym is it's very powerful when you bring like-minded individuals together. So this brand bringing people that just, they want to work hard. They want to grind. That's the whole idea behind yeah. fit grind is it's a process and it's hard work, you know, but if you can stick with that process and just embrace the journey, you can achieve amazing things. And that's what I really am striving for on this YouTube channel. And I think that's really what we're striving for on this podcast is to create a community of people that just, that just want to achieve more and are eager to learn more, eager to get better. And we really want that open dialogue. So if you have any questions, I would love to hear them. You can leave them in the comments below. If you're on YouTube, you can DM us with questions on Instagram. Um, you can head over to our website, fitgrindformula.com, and you can reach out and contact us. But we're really here to help, and um, that's what we're really striving to do is just create a community of people that just want to be good at running and just want to see progress. It doesn't have to be good mm -hmm. as in, like, you're going to go win an Olympic medal, but yeah. just they want to see progress, and they just want to get better, and they want to feel good, and they want to move their bodies and just feel that running high because it took a while for us to experience that running high, you know, there's yeah. a lot of sucky runs in the beginning where it's just like, you're just, you're just carving out your, your energy system. You're just, you're just improving that energy system. And then all of a sudden one day, what's going to happen is you're going to have a really good run. It's going to feel like your legs are like feathers and you're going to be like, Oh my God, I know what a runner's high is. Like I get it now. I get what people are saying. I used to think people were crazy when they said that running, they feel so good and they feel energized, but I promise you, if you can stick with it, you're going to find that runner's high and it's an amazing feeling. Yeah. So not only comment below if you have questions, but also if you're on any social platform, tag us and we want to hear about and see your journey too, because it's, it's really cool to see and experience, um, what everyone else is doing. And like Jordan said, just, just having a community of people that are like-minded individuals who are striving to achieve similar goals. Yeah. So, so if you have a race that you're signing up for or that you would love to sign up for or a goal, um, let us know. I think that's a very powerful thing is to create a community. You know, everybody just wants to belong to something and be something that's bigger than themselves. Yeah. Um, and that's what we're striving to, to really build every day with this brand, with this gym. Um, and that's what we're really trying to put out content. That's why we put out content is yeah. because it's not just to brag or gloat it's or not about us. No, it, I just, I want to create something that's bigger than us and create something that is just motivating and inspiring and educational 
and just makes people want to go do more. They want to, they want to take that next step. They want to set that next goal. Um, so that's really, that's really why I get out of bed every morning. That's what gets me going. Yeah. I'm always like, if I don't have an answer to something, I am definitely going to find that answer because that is just how our brains work. We are passionate about this. We are always trying to learn more because like I was telling you today, it's like things change over time. Things change over the years. Like, you know, new studies come out. So always trying to continue to grow. We're never going to act or talk like we're up here because even Jordan and I sharing our journey, we are still continuing to educate ourselves and still continuing to learn. Yes. So, yes. Well said. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. So this is the first episode of season two of our podcast. So like I said, we're going to cover in-depth topics each week about what we're doing with our running. Um, We're going to cover topics on what paces to run. Obviously, we talked about heart rate. We're going to dive deeper into nutrition. Um, We'll talk about training gear that you can use. We'll talk about fueling during your workout. So I'm really excited because this is something that we both have the running bug we yeah. both have that itch. Um, it's when it's nice outside, we're like, ah, oh, we got to get outside to run. Like, um, so we're very passionate about this and I'm just excited to, to keep building out this season two of the podcast and, and just cover end up topics each week and, and, uh, just kind of help educate and inspire. Yeah. And if there's any topics that you are interested in, also leave that in the comments below so that we can touch on some of that stuff too. Yeah, for sure. So thanks for tuning in guys and we will see you guys in the next episode.